Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 494, I think. I had it looked at. Oh, yeah, 494. I'm one of those guests, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Yo. And Tony Korkanakis. Hello. Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners. I have to do this right away. All four of us jumped <laughs> in this call with hats on, and it's <laughs> it's bizarre. Like, it has never, I don't think it's ever happened in the history of our podcast. We've been close. Yeah. We've had yeah. it before, I think. I don't know. I mean, I, I always. Hats, so. I think I've, I've put a hat on. I put a hat on during it. Like I said, oh, everybody's wearing a hat. I'll put a hat on. I don't think we've ever started a call with a hat. I, I just got this new one, uh, and I'm itching for sports, so I wanted to wear it. I'm like, I, you know, I got this new Mets hat, and uh, you know, it's, it's stylish, unlike the team, and um, yeah. So, but I am matching Tony's hat with my shirt if it makes you feel any better. Mm, there you go. So there we go. Um, yeah, guys, uh, we're day what 392 of day quarantine. Feels like it. it feels like it, right? It'd be over today a was, year, so oh, like today, um, I'm starting to reclaim my time now. Though, like now, I'm like, I'm actually now starting to get worried. I'm gonna get bored because work is starting to settle out. I'm like, okay, but there's plenty to play at least game wise, mm. uh, which I'll get into in the pot and into the other podcast. But you know, I got to I got to catch up on some shows finally, uh, so that right. was awesome, and I could just kick us off with what I've been up to. I, I finally got to see Knives Out. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah I liked it okay I liked it I liked it a lot I just wish that I hadn't picked the ending in the beginning of the movie like I was like okay this is what it is and I even down to the down to the actual device plot of like the device I as it was happening I'm like ah uh, okay <laughs> I, I can't I don't want to spoil it for Mike if he's gonna watch it because it's fun to watch it, it's a great mystery and the who done it I had it solved pretty quickly and I'm like the whole time I'm like they're not gonna be that obvious with who it is right. I think um, it's like, but it's obvious. Fun. But they try to like second make you second guess yourself. No, so, I mean, um, I I knew that. Well, they were doing exactly what you're saying. Like it's like, oh, this is the person. But then you're like, wait, is it really this person? Because it is seems it like this obvious. Be yeah, yeah. But it was it was pretty obvious midway through. Like at that point, I was like, okay, that's it. But in the beginning, I was like, okay, this is this is my theory. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I was like, you know, Colonel Mustard in the in the study with a wrench. That's why I, I did it right in the beginning of the. Of the uh, and I even have the actual tool of murder. So I was like, okay, I have this all down. Um, but uh, it was awesome. I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. It was a very artsy style movie. Daniel Craig, actually, I actually enjoyed his southern, what is it, Kentucky, oh, fried, Kentucky <laughs> fried CSI? Yeah. Kentucky Fried CSI, that's what he called yeah. them all. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, I liked him. I thought that... I, I, I did, at one point, that movie made me think he was a... Because it's, so, it's a little goofy. That he was like a bumbling idiot, possibly, and I'm like, is is he just really just an idiot? And I'm like, no, no, he he knows what's going on. Well, like okay. um, you were saying last time, Tony, like it would be he's a good character that you could follow along. And so, oh yeah, sequels. I would definitely like, I definitely would like to see some sequels for this, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I enjoyed it that much. Uh, so yeah, uh, like I I figured it's like this again. You figured out the ending of this movie. It was still it's the journey for me to watch to get to the point, and then the explanation was awesome how it all unraveled. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's really cool. Because yeah. uh, obviously I couldn't get everything down, but I just got the two main points. Uh, so love that. Um, I also finished watching season one of Harley. Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you uh, go. That's fantastic. Like, that's a great, great show. Like, I, that's a fun <laughs> show to watch. It's, like, I look forward to it every week, actually. Yeah. I'm now going to start season two tomorrow morning. And yeah. uh, I thought, like, I, I actually love the, the Joker character in this is excellent. He's, he's a very good Joker. 
like it's it's a violent Joker, and that works so well for the Joker. It's mm-hmm. a violent show. It's a violent cartoon. It's very, yeah, um, very violent. I really enjoyed that uh, season one. It's perfect to have on. Like, I put it on the mornings when I'm, I'm starting work, and like I can watch it and then work a little bit and then enjoy myself. And it doesn't get me like I found out it's very more it's more relaxing for me for work mm-hmm. with this on. Like, because it's funny. It's really funny. And and, short episodes as yeah. well, which is like, and they end like, oh wow, this is like over already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I really enjoyed that uh and i i can't wait to start season two especially because i saw they started doing 4k hdr and i'm like mm-hmm. okay let's see what they do with this um so i don't know i've I just i, I cash in a bunch yeah, of movies i just watched the la- latest episode well, this past week obviously okay. it's, it's good it's good stuff yeah i mean i got a bunch of stuff queued up now i mean you know oh i watched another episode of castlevania as well uh so i'm on episode mm-hmm. five now uh, but I got stuck on, I got hooked into Harley Quinn. So what happened was I was like, okay, well, I'll finish up. It's only eight episodes of Castlevania, right? I think, I think I'm halfway through. Something like I, that. I, I believe I'm eight halfway to 10, through. Something like that. Oh, is there 10 maybe? Okay. I'm on five now. So I'm almost halfway through either way. But, uh, Hey, you know, I like that show a lot, but I don't know. I got, I got into the whole fun aspect of Harley Quinn. I just, and I watched that like crazy. And then with the movies we watched this weekend, it was like, you know, so, uh, you know, then I watched some fun stuff as well on TV. Ever, anybody ever seen Expedition Unknown? Nope. Nope. It's a fun show. Josh Gates he used to do Destination Truth. Um, he's like a archaeologist explorer, but he's a like he's a comedian really. He's really good entertainer. Uh, and he, but he knows like he's like I said he's got a degree in archaeology. Uh, so it's about like exploring um myths and legends and finding gold and treasure and he does a great job with all that like it's the chase is so much fun uh and so i got hooked on watching a bunch of his shows you know he had uh he's famous in 2006 he found a footprint of the yeti in like right. this, the, this is this is a uh, real yeah right yeah okay that's that's an important aspect yes so it's they, not an entertainment it's an entertainment show but it's it's you know yeah. real i'm not saying he finds stuff every time but like you know he I went do, to this I uh roman it sounds more familiar that? now that I think of it. Yeah. Yeah. He found this like Roman uh, when they took over uh, England in the early ninth century, I believe. There was like a female English like queen that like attacked the Romans and like killed a bunch of them mer- mercilessly. They called her like a barbarian kind of thing. Uh, and like so, him him and this team went over there to find like any evidence of this happening. And they just started like they got to this one field where they started digging with metal detectors and found like coin after coin after coin of romans coins like it was just unbelievable that like the loot they were finding there it was it was crazy uh i i, I don't know i just i love the chase i love that chase part of it you know uh like what are they going to find so i'm enjoying that but that's really it for me mike what have you been up to um the only things i really watched uh is actually the last dance on um that's the michael jordan documentary oh yeah yeah they released a little early they're showing it every sunday i don't really have cable but i've watched a bit of it at work in my mom's house uh, mm-hmm. i'm not there, there's four in so far and, and you know obviously like michael jordan's my as along with pretty much everyone around my age but he's my favorite uh, athlete ever um yeah so it, it's very interesting to me and uh, obviously, basketball is my favorite sport too. He's my favorite athlete. So it, even though I'm not alone in that, it, it's sort of like this is my my thing, kind of. So I'm definitely into it. Um, one thing I find interesting though, this is on ESPN, a Disney subsidiary, and they are dropping f bombs left and right in this thing. Uh, which is funny to me because I think back to how on the Netflix Marvel shows they couldn't do that. So it's 
it's weird, but uh, it's funny. Um, and, and it's very interesting because it's a little bit – his story has been told so many times over and over, but I, there is a little bit more insight here, and you get jumping around you know, back to like the beginning and then like 98, the very end, the last dance. So uh, it's interesting. Where, does, What's that? where does Bugs Bunny come into it? <laughs> um, they might mention Space Jam. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was the documentary. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, go on, go on. But um, no, it's interesting, and uh, I, don't know, I like it's a, it's well done. I think it's doing pretty good ratings wise for them too. Um, yeah, I've heard it's, it's doing it really dropped, well. Yeah. It dropped at a great time. Like people are starved for sports. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it, it was going to be later, but they moved it up because they're like, well, there's no sporting events happening now, so let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no, it's very interesting, and I was 11 at the time, so like, uh, it's good to get some more insight about what was really happening then and uh i don't know i'm enjoying it so but that's been for me nothing else to watch all right Corey. um i watched the harley quinn the latest episode of that also been watching chuck like i mentioned last time what's funny is watching like these shows that like are from 2000 and like two or whatever or 2000 when does that show out like 2005 maybe i forget exactly yeah when it was was out but it's Early uh, watch, late, mid mid two thousands. Mid two thousands. What's interesting yeah. is you watch like the technology advance through the seasons though, which is funny because like they all start out with these flip phones and then later on they all have like iPhones and stuff and like how that becomes part of the uh, um you know yeah. the storylines and stuff like that and how that can affect you know how these shows can be uh reworked and stuff and yeah, it's just interesting to see the technology advance throughout these seasons, which is pretty fun. But uh other than that, that's pretty much it. Alright, Tony. <clears throat> let's say watch more simpsons i'm up to like the again the seasons like i don't want to say 18 or 19 where like i didn't really watch it anymore so it's like new content to me and mm-hmm. it's still worth watching like kind of this stuff i'm just like playing like animal crossing on handheld where i'm just like you know not really paying attention to you know either like too much where i can still enjoy both um but i did watch the um hemsworth movie uh, extraction on netflix uh which uh, i talked oh, about yeah. in discord a little bit uh that's definitely worth a watch if you have the subscription right now um definitely in the vein of like john wick or something Mm -hmm. where just um you know if you're coming for the plot slash story slash character development the wrong movie popcorn flick totally it's a popcorn popcorn flick flick. yeah one here's a popcorn flick but the action sequences are pretty awesome uh there's one like chase sequence which is like i think it's a one shot kind of deal Mm -hmm. um but was really impressive so um you know i think it's like two hours so if you're ever in the mood for action, definitely give it a watch. And, uh, yeah, um, we'll see what the Russo brothers can do next because uh, I was impressed. I was like, hmm, interesting. See uh, where they come from, a uh, rest development to uh, this. Yeah. 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 So, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, let's get into some news here, guys. Um, actually, a little bit of movie news this week. Tom Holland's uh, Uncharted movie, which we don't didn't like, we don't even want to admit exists, has actually been moved up. By three months. So it's going to be out sooner than they planned on after their... I think they delayed it and then delayed it, and now it's moved back up. So we had, like, issues with people dropping out and stuff like that, right? Directors yeah. Is this, a sent, is this a sent to die move right here? I don't know. It's July 2021. Mid, mid-summer. I mean, that's... July's when they've always launched, so... Well... I, I understand that. This isn't a normal July, though. This is a July where you don't know what the... Uh, Wait, it's next year? Next, it's next year. year. Next oh, year. Okay. It's but, not going to be this year, either way. So what are they moving? I don't know. 
it's a weird thing to do to move it up by that much. I guess they, I don't know. When, when was it before that? Uh, it's going to be October. Okay. It's a summer movie now. I mean, that's a big difference. You're changing seasons for it. And yeah. you're up against, I think you're up against a lot of superhero movies well, next year. Because well, everything is, is getting I guess pushed. everyone is probably shuffling and they don't know where they're going to have to move stuff to avoid stuff now. So we might see a bunch of weird <laughs> things like that soon. Well, yeah. the other thing is, too, is that depending on where they're planning on filming it, if it's back in New York setting, um, it's probably a lot easier for them to do shoots, you know, domestically rather than if they have to go, you know. Yeah. For some of the other movies, like, uh, I don't know, what's that year? Black Panther 2 and Thor and, you know, whatnot. Uh, they probably oh, have to. Do- Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Isn't Spider-Man or that's 2022 now? I can't, I can't. There's four Marvel movies next year, I believe. So I, I know there was four. I just don't know exactly which four. I know it's it's uh, Doctor Strange is definite, Black Panther, right? Uh, Thor. For twenty twenty two, you're talking about? Oh no, I'm thinking twenty twenty one. No, I'm thinking twenty 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 one. Marvel. Because well, everything got pushed back. So I mean, like, I know, Etern- Eternals I think... is in twenty twenty one now. Okay, so Eternals. I think Doctor Strange. There's four movies in twenty twenty one for Marvel. I just don't know what they are. Because exactly. like uh, Black got... Widow took like the Eternals spot, didn't it? Uh, maybe yes, well, that would make sense because um, that was this year. I don't think Thor is coming out until 2022. So maybe that's the year. I thought it was going to be four movies next year. Maybe I'm thinking 2022. I can't keep talking. It's so it's so like shifting that I don't know what got delayed. I don't yeah. even know anymore. It, everything's got delayed. It's just a matter of okay. So Doctor Strange is in 2022. Thor's 2022. All right, 2021. We've got Eternals. I got, I got the list up. Yeah, Shang Chi and yep. Spider Man Three. Yeah. So there's your there's your movies. So Black Widow is still at the end of this year, and, and unless they can't, but um, yeah. Interesting. So uh, I don't know if they're gonna slot it into that. I guess there's not a lot of uh, Marvel movies for the summer, so go for it. If you if you're Sony. Well, I mean, what 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 superhero movies are coming out in 2021 that you 2021? think? 2021. That's gonna step on its toes. Yeah. Like nothing around that. I mean, there you're talking about. Nothing, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, what did it have been closer to October? I mean, is this really a movie that we're trying to compare to a Marvel movie anyway? Like uh, this, it might think. it might be by then once the hype machine kicks in. Uh, so it's year, maybe year and a half from now. So I think I think if if it's a fun it movie, possible. it works better in the summer. So we'll see. But all right, uh, let's see. Star Wars casting announced for ca- the uh, Cassian Endor. Uh, Live action series that prequel. Who? Yeah, Rogue One's second hero. I just don't understand why. The guy. This is this this, this reeks of like, uh, you know, research people being like, hey, people really like Rogue One. Let's let's give them somehow something more from that. But this just goes back to my issue that they totally don't know what to do with the Star Wars franchise. Like, you're coming off the Mandalorian, what's a new character, like, you know, they're not really tied to anything that, you know, limits them mm-hmm. from, like, the film aspect or whatever. You know, you thought they learned with, um, you know, Han Solo and not, uh, and the cancellation of the Boba Fett movie or whatever. Um, it's like, hey, maybe, you know, we should come up with new characters and new stories. It's like, hey, what was that side character that was an asshole in Rogue One? Let's make a series about him. People will be interested in that. It's like, 
Really? Well, I mean, he was a new character. They just made him for that, but... Yeah, but, like, we know his we know his end. Like, what's... The, yeah, there's no the surprises now. I mean, it's like, this, is, this has been... We've known every character's end <laughs> in Star Wars, mostly, up until this uh, sequel trilogy for a while. Yeah, know. but I don't think this character stands up to any one from the original trilogy. He but, doesn't stand... No, because I don't remember him. And right, he's, exactly. He's, he sucks. He's indistinct, but I felt that way about... A Every new character they've introduced in the past like ten years. No, <laughs> I, I think I think most of those characters in Rogue One were more mostly so forgettable. So what's the um, pitch for this then? Like, what is their it's a prequel? It's a prequel to the prequel. It's about him being like Obviously. a double agent. It's about him being yeah. a double agent or something like that. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, I know that the actress that plays Mon Mothma uh, is in this she's as back. well. Yeah, yeah, she's back for this. So, yeah, I mean. I agree. I would like to see new content. Uh, I would like to see you take your most popular Star Wars character and give her her own show. I mean, why not? It'll happen after Mandalorian season two. You hear that? That that's still iffier than I think you guys thought. Mm, yeah, I know. If she's actually that character, well, they're not going to confirm it one hundred percent. They're not going to come out and say yes, she is. It's just been reported by multiple sources. But they're not going to confirm it, Mike. They're going to make it a mystery until you see it. So we'll wait till October. Very few things are that anymore, but okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. And to continue our debate of digital releases uh, from straight to digital instead of movie theaters, uh, Trolls World Tour, the second movie that just came out that was released during early access, uh, has already generated more revenue for Universal Pictures in th- in. 48 hours it was like 72 hours was the was the, actually the, the thing that then the first movie did it in five months yes it's three weeks of digital release versus five oh digital release i thought it was 72 hours oh i was reading different numbers today okay so on the uh, box office reddit because the people on box office reddit are they have nothing to do right now uh <laughs> i'm not trying to make fun of them at all i'm not but they, there's a lot of naysayers about this digital release stuff so they were compl- they were saying like this number does not show what's going to happen when the movie is actually released is it going to sell still because people have already seen it at home or is it going to uh you know is it going to just not going to make their money back that way plus they spent 300 million dollars on this movie so they're never going to make that back anyways and i'm like it's just a bunch of numbers and they said well the first 72 hours they generated more uh they 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 sold like uh, I don't know. Was it? I forget what the budget was now. I already forgot those numbers. But um, they said that uh, it's made a hundred million dollars in just North America, not worldwide. Obviously, it's just North America, uh, and that was their other argument. By the way, the other argument is you can't release worldwide as fast on streaming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's made them a hundred million, which is seventy-seven million profit for them in the first three weeks. So yeah, which I mean, I think it's a really good case scenario for them given the circumstances, because there's no guarantee that you release it later once movie theaters start coming back that people are going to see it. Not to mention when they do release it internationally, if they if they're doing it direct to digital, they don't have to have the shitty cut of um, uh, theatrical releases like like the typical foreign market does, because uh, the thing. ticket sales. I think they yeah. only get like a third of the the ticket sales foreign, mm-hmm. you know, which is why domestic yeah. is way more. Important. And also. Everyone is entertainment starved, and you have a home uh, release for you know a family movie. That's the thing. I, it's I it's perfect argue, for them, honestly. Like, but this, I would argue this, this is, is this, this is a strength for a movie like this. I think my this point is, is, is better I think, for them in general. I think going forward, we'll have more kids' movies released to uh, on demand. Th- it's these big possible. movies. It's possible. With the early, I think you'll be spending twenty bucks in your house to rent it. Uh, and you can own it later, but I think they're going to do this. I think they're going to do this later. I, if you could not have to go to the theaters with 
like if you want to show this, if you want to bring your like your kid to the movies, but it's a, always a hassle, right? So if you don't have to do that, you can stay in your house, you can rent the movie, pay the twenty bucks, watch the movie in the in the you know safety you know confines of your own house, and pause it when they have to go to the bathroom, not miss a oh, spot. I mean, it's like taking oh, it's like a good. family of three, just taking like like a mother, father, and kid to a movie is like sixty dollar outing, <laughs> right there. Sure, I get it. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's but, obviously but, um, much more convenient for people to do that at home. It's not even the money-related thing. It's about like the time-related thing in, in terms of. Well, it's, you know, it's multiple factors. Yeah, it adds up. It's added. I, I think but in this case, it's a it's a captive audience, and uh, I no, I mean things are kind of falling into place where it worked out really well for them. I just I really I can see more kids' movies going this way. I really could. Well, I think obviously anything that would have been like borderline like straight to video, they could do this obviously now and. Uh, yeah, like Scoob. Like, <laughs> yeah anything that was like where they if you expect your thing to like be a like an opening weekend of less than like you know 25 million then you might as well just do digital only i think this was being projected originally for a 70 million ish opening sure. weekend yeah. yeah well that's the thing is i think you know this is pure speculation for those like b tier movies for children's cartoons yeah this is much more preferable but you know something like frozen 2 you're not gonna you know skip the box what, what, what was the last Trolls? I don't remember them being that impressive in the box office. It must have not done that well because it took five weeks for them to make the same amount as the last three weeks here or something like that. Yeah. yeah. First, I'm um, five months. I'm sorry. It also five must have months. made enough to <laughs> warrant a to sequel. make a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. It did well on the home video release. That's why. And so that's what they're. Yeah. You're already your, your audience is already there, and that that furthers my point of making it just more convenient to sure. watch it at home than watching it in the theaters. So you know, and like. I'm probably going to end up having to buy this movie because, you know, I guess seven-year-old loved that movie. So wants to rent it again, but I'm not renting it again for 20 bucks. I'm not doing that. I'm waiting for it to come out now. So, How long was your rental? It's a it's just a 48-hour rental. Didn't, didn't get her fill in two days? <laughs> nope. So yeah, that's the problem. That's where they get you. So, all right. Uh, we have a topic tonight. We do. Uh, it's going to be – we're doing our list for you guys. And so Moved we thought it'd be fun. Through the years. Through the, the decades. decades. <laughs> we're on the 2000s now. So this gets us into another category because now don't forget, we are older. Uh, so, you know, cartoons were different then. Uh, I had a quick list of five. I almost forgot a fa- my, one of my favorites because of when it came out, but I didn't count Futurama in the 90s. So I had to make a quick adjustment on this before the podcast started. And I'm going to say something the opposite because I was younger. Mm-hmm. I think I watched less cartoons than you guys during this period because from like 13 to like 23 like i was like cartoons yeah (laughs) as opposed to like i don't know so i missed a lot of things that people were way into at this time so my i'm gonna have an eclectic sort of list i'm sure (laughs) yeah maybe um you can have repeats that's allowed so i'm gonna get my list open here so we can do our consensus maybe top five we'll see if we can get this together um all right so I'll start us off. My number five cartoon. This is cartoons of the 2000s to 2010. Yes, the first 10 years. Yeah, the first 10 years. Uh, starts off with family. 2000 to 2009 or 2001 to 2010? What are you talking about, Jim? It doesn't matter. You can fudge. It doesn't matter. Fudge it. All right. Any, anything I'm sorry. Anything I talked over it. 2000 to 2010, I would, I would accept. Family Guy, number five. Ah, okay. I thought the show got well, it got canceled for one point, and then it came right back again. It got it survived canceling, and then it's back and it's still going. 
Like you yeah, don't see that often in the show. Yeah, put McFarlane on the map. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like it did put him on the map, and it, like it was on for like three seasons and it got canceled, and then it came back for season four after like a two year hiatus, I think, like that, and then it's been on now since. And the guy is like making tons of shows for Fox, and you know he made uh, American Dad. Uh, he's made uh, is the the or the, the the space show, the the, the Star Trek kind of show, the or- Orville. 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 Yep. Um, so you know, I don't know. This 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 show is known for tons of memes and talk and discussion. It was like the next Simpsons run for a show, uh, in terms of the characters, and it was a little bit dirtier and more abrupt and than than Simpsons was. But uh, I, I don't know. It it it's got some great episodes back in the early. I haven't seen any of the newer stuff, but the older, earlier stuff I I enjoyed. So it was number five on my list. Um, so that's it. Mike, number five. Um, I'm gonna go with SpongeBob. Nice. That's <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, uh, I'll say Family Guy's not on my list because I never. It was never like appointment viewing for me. Uh, I I'll watch it if it was on somewhere else, someone else's home. But it was never like a thing for me. But uh, SpongeBob for a little bit went in the earlier years. Obviously, uh, was um. At first, I thought it was kind of stupid because I, again, I was 13 and this was like a new cartoon. But, uh, and it looked dumb, but then I, I like saw it and my brother was younger and I found it as a, a bit of a spiritual successor to Rocco's modern life. A lot of the same people, uh, were working on it and Rocco from the nineties was one of my favorite cartoons when I was younger. So I got into that. I sort of, and, uh, I enjoyed it at least for a couple of years there. And, uh, obviously it's still, I think it's still going. Still going. Yeah. Uh, the creator passed away last year, didn't he? Yeah, or a couple of years ago, maybe a year and a half or two. But um, yeah, it's been in one of the. It's been twenty years now, twenty plus years, and it's been one of the uh, most influential like cartoons ever. And uh, I liked it for at least a couple of years there early on. Um, uh, and I'll go back, and it's still pretty funny here and there. One of those great cartoons that works for kids, but also adults can enjoy too. So, uh, cool. it's my number five. All right. Um. Tony, your number five. <clears throat> uh, my number five was uh, the X-Men Evolution cartoon. Um, wasn't like the strongest thing out of the bat, but um, as the series progressed, it turned into its own yeah. thing where it was like, huh, you know, this is they're doing interesting things with the characters uh, that's separate from the, you know, the comic storylines or, you know, the other cartoon or the movies where it had its own, you know, unique identity. And um, it's unfortunate because, like, yeah. right as the series was it, really getting good. Hit its stride, yeah. And then yeah, it was canceled. hitting its stride yeah. where I was like, damn, like, that episode was ridiculous. And then just, like, canceled. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really uh, giving it my first it, my first real honest attempt at this show right now on Disney+. Plus. I just got through the first season, which I didn't like. And the first, well, it was okay. But I remember that first season is kind of why I'm like, nope, I don't want to watch this back in the day. And I never really kept with it. But yeah, we'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Corey, number five. My number five is The Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Cool. Ooh, yeah, that was a good one, too. That was probably my second favorite animated Spider-Man right now. Just off of... Uh, you know, new one here. I just I thought this show was fantastic, and it and ended spectacular. too early as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's spectacular. Uh, yeah, it did, yeah, it one ended of the, too another early. one ended too early. Yeah, that happened a lot in those two thousands. I mean, there was just stuff that got canceled, and you're like, why? What are people doing here? Not watching this. So, two, uh, the, two, I, two I, 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 like that. 
really good. X Men Evolution. Yeah, X Men Evolution. I can see why because X Men Evolution. I gave a chance in the first part of it, the first season, and I didn't watch it. And then I heard how good it got, and then I went back, and it was already canceled. So partly my fault. <laughs> All right, number four. Uh, this is probably going to be further up on people's lists, so I'm going to let you guys talk about it. Uh, I'll skip it. I mean, I won't skip it, but it's Avatar: The, La- the Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic um, be cartoon on the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, it didn't get higher because my other ones, I just, I like love the other obviously, ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously it's just like, this is a great show though. You're, it's crazy. It's like the number five spot is a distance five. And then the four through one, were just like shuffle, yeah. throw them up in the air, throw yeah. them in the air. Um, so it's my number four and you guys will talk about it later. I'm sure. So Mike, what's your number four? <laughs> well, my number four is, um, so I didn't like X-Men Evolution then, but then later in the decade, which is 08 and 09, uh, there was something similar. And my, my main issue with X-Men Evolution is I saw this, it was very high school focused, and I'm like, this is this is not like, you know, it's it wasn't the old 90s series pretty much, so I didn't give it the time of day. Uh, what did come out late in the 2000s was something that I feel like was more of a in the same vein of the older cartoon, and that was Wolverine and the X-Men. Oh. So that was only two seasons. It got canceled also. Prematurely. <laughs> yes, it was It was doing real interesting stuff when it ended, and I'm a little, I was upset about that, but this was the one I grabbed onto as the sort of follow-up as a little older version of X-Men thing where... Um, yeah. And, and it was a different take, obviously. It was sort of took place like after like the X-Men had disbanded and Wolverine was just, you know, getting the band back together because something weird happened with Professor X and that. Yeah, the, and so it was interesting. It was it was almost like an unspoken sequel kind of to like the old cartoon. Like all that stuff could have happened in the past, even though everyone was drawn pretty young, but still it was interesting for me and uh just better than the comics of the same name for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> but like because wolverine in this was more of a uh he didn't really want to be a leader but everyone made him a leader so th- like that's how he should be if he has to be a leader i liked how it worked uh canceled too soon but uh i enjoyed it for those two seasons it had okay uh tony uh number four i assume we'll talk about it based on what we said so far but my number four is futurama Oh yeah, um, that was yeah that was what caused me to reshuffle my list just before the, the podcast started because I almost forgot forgot about it and I'm yeah. like how did I miss it? Uh, so I had to reshuffle my list. Clearly, it's not even in my top. It's not in my bottom part of my list here. So yeah, um, yeah we'll be talking about that shortly. I'm sure it's a great show. It's still mm-hmm. you know it's it's still like in my opinion like uh, we'll get into it. Well, you want to talk about it when you talk? About it? I mean, I'm going to yeah, talk, talk about, about it. it. We'll I'm going to talk about it in, like another in. In uh, one my more. number four is Star Wars: <laughs> The Clone Wars. Thank you. Okay. Right. And I don't know if we're gonna talk about it or not, but uh, oh, we will. That's only okay. your number four. <laughs> uh, so I yeah, mean, this, I'll just say obviously I'm, it's, it's clear favorites is a fantastic character, and I know that it has if, since this character exists because of this show, it has to be on someone else's list higher up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Just because you said it, it's my number three. So. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah. Um. I mean, Mike, this is a show that you should go back, obviously, and get watched. Uh, like, you really as, if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know I've been trying to do this on and off for years, and 
It's just, eh. So I'll well, maybe someday, maybe someday well, during this, this show, I'll get to it. But. Uh, it started off like I, I don't really include the Samurai Jack stuff, um, cartoon in this. I'm just doing the CGI yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, the CGI stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, just briefly because it is my number four. I just wanted to say that uh, it did make the prequel characters interesting. It gave um character development to characters that we didn't really care about and made them interesting. Best depiction of Anakin. Uh, absolutely. Best depiction. Yeah. Best depiction of almost every character that we've gotten yeah. introduced to in any form like yeah. on the movies. So uh, the stories were great. Some of the offshoot stories as a great episode with just the you know clone troopers. That's uh, like one of the best episodes in the series. So yeah, there's a lot to a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. I'll be talking about. So it. we'll talk about it again. A couple, sure. couple more picks. I'll just yeah, add um, some more stuff. I'll, I'll leave. Sure, you can now. chime in later. And, and Tony is your number three. If you want to yeah, just yeah. chime in a little bit, uh, no, I'll just chime in later. Okay. Uh, so where are we then, Corey? That was your four. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on number threes now. Mine was Futurama. That was my number three. So we can now chime in here, Tony. I'm because uh, it was going to say that this is my number. Chimes. Ooh. This, this uh, is your number two? And just a real quick thing. We did our 90s. This was also my number two on my 90s list. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, it. it happened, you know. That's how good this show is. It yeah. It's that good. Decades. Like, you I mean, no, you can make the argument because they brought it back, right? Like, yes. Well, they they had, had like one. Technically, only had one season in the '90s, but right. I loved it so it much. It got then. canceled, and then they brought it back on Cartoon Network, and the yeah. movies were great when it came back. Uh, and then they just spawned its own show after that again. And Matt, uh, Matt Groening, right? Is his name Groening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Creator. He um. He could do so much for this show because it was based in space and future, future that it yeah, gave him more. Gave him more um, yeah. creativity. And so yeah. you have characters. I mean, Bender was an amazing character. And Fry. Bender and Fry, the best combo of characters, really. And, and even, like, actually all the other ones. Like, Leela and... I mean, uh, the whole planet. Burmese, Express. yeah. The whole planet. Express. I mean, my my foot, my fantasy football team is named after... <laughs> is Awesome Express or Planet Express, depending on how I feel. One of the best episodes, by the way, was Awesome Express of this show. Yeah. It was so good. When he starts his own uh, delivery company. Um, I just, like... Love this show so much. Uh, it, it's it's a classic already. It was a classic when it came out. Like instantly, it was so much. It was so good. Yeah, uh, I'm, I liked it when it first came out. Don't get me wrong, but I definitely got the vibes my personally that I was like, okay, this is like kind of like a obviously a, a rip off Simpsons because you know whatever. Per, same art know. style. Same, yeah, same. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, Bender is basically metal Homer, just you know, not tied down with a wife and kids and stuff like that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, as the show progressed, it just matured and all the characters really developed. And, you know, the humor was on point because, like what you were saying, Jim, is that, you know, he could just do whatever he wants because it's yeah. the future and in outer yep. space. You could just be, you know, completely creative and stuff like that. But alongside the comedy, they had these episodes that were just so, like, um, pulling. Uh, yeah, like like the, the episode where he was about. Bark. Is, is that is that the one? The one where, the dog, where his dog is. I was just going to talk about that. There's the to, dog to episode? To this day, like, is saddest the, episode. Saddest episode yeah, ever. Is that the same where he finds out about, like, his brother, like, you know, stole yeah, his name yeah. or whatever? That's the same episode? Right, I think no. that's... Is that the, the, no, is that... I thought that no. was... Because that's the one where he goes kind of back in time and, like... This right? is the one where he finds his uh, fossilized version of his dog. Um, and then... The like, other one's like poorly back to life. Whatever, right? Or something? Yeah. I mean, there are definitely episodes that, like... Yeah, or pull at the heartstrings. For yeah, sure. like, Jurassic Park like, was so like to this day, just like yeah, yeah, like wow. that, like 
just destroys me. Like every single time I see that episode, it just destroys me. And I yeah. never thought like, yeah. The saddest part is when you that see the dog sitting do. out in front of the pizza store. Yeah. Yeah. When you no, when you sit out in front of the pizza again, store, like the dog the just sitting there forever. With the time travel and things and that, like, yeah, definitely, and like you see what he's missed out on and what he and stuff like that. But yeah, as far as this show goes, uh, there's so many great stories and like you were saying, I was gonna highlight that as well. Is that it's not just like a, a comedy to laugh at and stuff, but there's a lot of heartwarming stories and like interesting character insights and developments that uh put this and make it the complete package instead of just a oh i'm gonna laugh at this like family guy kind of thing is i don't really care about any of those characters yeah like, these and characters i really care about and i want to see them you know be happy and successful whatever mm -hmm. they do and that one episode where he plays that instrument for leela you know at the mm -hmm. end that that, that oh, always yeah. got yeah. me too yep yeah yep I mean, this, this, the ending of that episode, the Jurassic Park, I want to talk about more because it's like, let me just tell you this. Let me just, this is the plot, like the end of the plot here. Professor begins cloning the process of the dog because he wants to clone him for Fry because Fry wants him back when he finds the fossil. And then the professor informs him that he died at the age of 15, meaning he lived for 12 years after Fry was frozen. So you think, okay, Fry then has a change of heart and aborts the cloning process because he's like, you know, Seymour clearly moved on with his life and found a new owner and forgotten all about him. And then at the end of the episode, it shows um, what happens to the dog. Seymour had faithfully obeyed Fry's last command. I'm reading this from the plot thing, which was to wait in front of Panucci's pizza until he returned. Seymour stays there as the years pass, and in final shot, he lies down and closes his eyes. Like, he did, he never found another owner. Like, it's yeah. so like, ah, you know, it's just like, ah, yeah. it's so sad. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's your like that. both your number threes, right? That's my number yeah. three. Right, that was my number four. Oh, that was your number four. four. And that was your number two. Okay. That was my number two. Mike, what was your number three? Well, it's South Park. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. South Park, yeah. Uh, South, South Park, Park I probably should have talked about in the 90s. But... Was, there was only, 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 yeah, mostly. I think there was only it's, like it's a year or two in the 90s. Uh, it was 97. I really should have really put that ahead of Family Guy thinking back now, but I'm like, nah, it's close i mean those two are they're both it's splitting hair south park and that like so. to me like south park when i think of south parks like hey i think of uh when kenny stopped dying every episode um when uh butters started getting more popular and then when they had the big the big controversies really with like uh tom cruise in the closet trapped in the closet he got mm -hmm. uh see chef. i i feel like but see, I feel like that show got better later. Like, I would give it almost in, into the 2010s and we do that. I, I, I would put it there. I, I stopped watching it okay. by then. I was, I was, I think it got I, really good later. I was over the, it by later, then, but later on, you had the I thought, I'm sorry, I thought this was America, you know, when he's <laughs> getting in baseball and fights at baseball, his little kids, little, little league baseball games. Uh, Stan's dad. But, I mean, I, I think of, uh, yeah, when Chef, uh, whole oh, Scientology yeah. thing with Chef and how I it just killed him off. But I, I don't know. South Park just seemed very important. Also, like, as to just it's funny and it's unafraid to like take on everything. And yeah, absolutely. The, the way that they did that, they've gotten away with things. I I'm not sure anyone else can still. <laughs> but uh, it was very funny. And uh, again, being like you know 13 to like my early 20s, like this was kind of like the pinnacle of like an adult cartoon for me um sure and uh sure so i remember just like watching and talking about episodes in my yeah. friends basements and stuff and uh so they definitely out. paved the way for a lot of things that we see on tv now yeah and oh, we yeah. even had um 
I mean, shit. Remember the shit episode where they had to say yeah, shit like shit, 100 and... said shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, yeah, 100 and something times. 123 uh, times, wherever it was, yeah. Yeah, so. and, uh, but no, it, it was it was just a very... It's a lot, and uh, like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, almost like a free speech, like, advocate de facto, sort of, the way it worked The other out. neat thing about it was that it was very current. Like, you saw oh, yeah. something on the news, yeah, and then the next week, they had an episode about it. Yeah, because yeah. for the most part, it was, like, computer-generated, like, after, like, the first... I mean, they did the episode, like, week to week. It was... Yeah, and, uh, but uh, definitely impact. I even remember we listened to some of, like, uh, a, like, soundtrack thing with, like, chocolate salty balls and <laughs> yep. Cartman singing, yep. sailing, and all that stuff. But, yeah, no, this was a big thing back then in that time, and uh, obviously a big thing for the world, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, we already have uh, Tony's number three, which is Clone Wars, which we're going to talk about right after Corey's pick. What's your number three? Uh, my number three was uh, is Justice League, and that is the what is your obviously one? <laughs> obviously that's the follow up to the animated series. Uh, yeah. Batman, oh yeah. Which is oh, the yeah. greatest nineties, maybe greatest cartoon of all time. So yeah, uh, this one is fantastic and may be on other people's lists. I would imagine. I, so. I may may not have just made that statement for <laughs> some fact, but I just I, I don't even know what your number one is. That's crazy. Like I, you have a hell of a list. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's a great show. It's a great show. We're gonna get into that afterwards. I was gonna talk about Clone Wars next, which is my number two yep. pick, which was Tony's number three. And um, that was my number four. So <laughs> I know your number four. I, obviously, my feelings obviously. One of the greatest characters in the Star Wars universe came out of this show. Um, the development of the terrible characters from the prequel was better in this show. This this makes these guys like it made a them lot more like interesting. actually interesting characters. Yeah, absolutely. We got great stories from the Mandalorians, which is something we never knew anything about. All we had this hype Boba Fett guy. Got the Night Sisters and the and the yeah the night sisters which turned around in, in fallen order we see in fallen order a little callback mm. to that clone war stuff see mike if you watch clone wars you'll get more of the fallen order stuff uh there's a whole thing on that planet i mean there's a whole but that's where they came from this this show i i don't know this was great Tony, is what, that included in the essential viewing or do i have to watch one of those ep- other episodes <laughs> I think I no, imagine. it's definitely in the essentials because one of the major characters comes out of that is the yeah. uh, Vent, uh, Ventress or what her name is or Ventress, yeah, okay. Ventress, yeah. I mean, Tony, you're yeah, with no. Yeah, no, no. So like uh, Clone Wars, I mean, you know, the thing is like I've always been about the Star Wars expanded universe outside of the movies. Like, at least, you know, the original trilogy I love, but you know, with the prequels, it's like eh. Um, and, you know, like for me, the universe was always like just more. I don't know. Um, meaningful to me outside of that like in terms of video games comics you know what have you and stuff like that um and i remember i did like the um cartoon by the um samurai jack studio mm-hmm. but yes. it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't as good it was it was yeah. really more flashy and stuff like that and i remember when the cgi was like i don't know about this and it was you know they used the same name and whatnot and i think i watched it because you guys finally convinced me to and i was like just i was hooked and i remember yeah. like Whatever period of time that was, I just binged through all of it. Like I, I didn't even skip. I think I, I think I watched all, nice. all of stuff like that. I watched, I watched. All um, yeah. yeah, because that's what it was. It was just giving me everything I wanted out of like the prequel trilogy. Because like on paper, yeah, you talk about you know Anakin's um, rise as a Jedi and gradual descent, you know, towards the Sith, and you look at how it was executed in the prequel movies, and you're just like. Bro, like, come on, man. Like, you got butt hurt about, you know, Padme, whiny, you know, whatever. You're whiny. You're a little whiny baby. 
Um, and in this, like, you could see, like, the slow unraveling that, yeah, like, my whole point was, like, Jai were, the Jedi Council was corrupt. Like, they, mm-hmm. maybe not even knowing it, like, they just, you know, became the thing that they... And Ahsoka did. calls them out on it. Yeah, and Ahsoka so calls them like, out on it. back. It's yeah. like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. So, um, just, you know, that, that show just was amazing. Uh, and it mm-hmm. just continued to grow as the seasons progressed. And I'm happy that... Um, you know, we're finally getting this last season, which right. I don't think I mentioned. You know, I did catch up a bit. I'm not fully caught up, but I mean, it's still awesome seeing these characters voiced by the same characters and like the same people. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, just like, oh, that feels nice. Yeah, you know? that, that, those Netflix um, episodes were really kind of a, a cock tease because <laughs> they didn't yeah. really account for much and didn't like feel like it finished the series as well as it could have. Like, I, I it was kind of like, well, cool we got these but it didn't actually make me feel like this was the end of the show right yeah right. agreed agreed so all right uh mike you're number two all right so this may be a little bit of the whole uh firefly um complex where you overrate something that got canceled too early but overrate. Uh, there's that was, no that was a great that's a great show do not, do not bring this into this that <laughs> wow was a they got show. <laughs> yeah i know uh Listen, I, I haven't actually watched. I watched like a half of the first episode, and I'm like, all right, I'll watch this later. Yeah, show you haven't seen, man. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going with a different clone show, Clone High. Ah, uh, I remember this one too. I don't, I don't know this one. one. Yeah, this was this was on MTV, and it didn't even really get through one season. It did. There, you can find the rest of the first season, but it got canceled late because. Uh, what happened? Oh, yeah, they didn't like Gandhi being uh, portrayed as an idiot in this. Anyway, Clone High, basically this was on MTV, and the premise was that there was a high school that uh, had clones of famous historical figures, and they... Uh, it, and it, it was it was on MTV, and it was just like one of those MTV shows. It was hilarious. Uh, I think, yeah, this was around 2003 or four. Um, and, uh, you had, it was Abe Lincoln, uh, Will Forte was the voice of Abe Lincoln, and he was, like, the main guy, his, he was friends with Gandhi, who was the opposite of real Gandhi, he was a little horn dog and an idiot, um, and then Joan of Arc was his platonic friend who secretly liked him, and she she was voiced by I forgot her name. Someone the the blonde girl from Mad TV. I don't remember her name. Um, anyway, uh, so and even though there's like ten episodes that you see, it like it's one of the most quotable, funniest shows, and it's an interesting sort of funny concept, um, and a little bit of sci-fi stuff thrown in there. And uh, oh yeah, and the, like the bad guy was JFK as like the the jock, <laughs> and. <laughs> It, it was just very funny, um, and uh, just every episode was good, and it got, you know, it got canceled basically due to censorship because some people didn't like that you could have Gandhi portrayed as an idiot, even though it's a clone of Gandhi. But mm-hmm. whatever, that probably whoever had up, was upset about that probably didn't even know that much. But I remember liking this show; like I thought it was funny, and it had a very flat-looking animation, right? Yeah, the, it was. Uh, yeah, very. It was like very, very it, flat. The characters were kind of flattish. They weren't really. They had much depth to them. It, it wasn't quite South Park level, but right, right. <laughs> it was. It it didn't like. 
it was definitely a 2D like cartoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, this was, uh, I mean, endlessly quotable. And if I, I think you could probably see most of this on YouTube at this point because like a lot of the episodes didn't even air in the U.S. The later ones. What is but, MTV Paramount? So maybe yeah. they'll have it on their streaming service whenever that comes uh, out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But uh, definitely a uh, a hidden gem. And uh, if you like some 2003 humor, it's it's right there. It's great. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Number two, Tony. Uh, it was... Oh. Uh, mine is... Uh, number two is Justice League slash Justice League Unlimited. I kind of mm-hmm. cheat and put those two together because to they me, should, it's still a continuation. I show, honestly. I do, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like we talked about, you know, our 90s, um, the continuation of the Bruce Tim like, Batman series, you know, and mm-hmm. Superman, you know, grew into the Justice League, which... Um, you know, it was my real first exposure to the greater DC universe and stuff like that. And, you know, with the Justice League, you got, you know, Superman, um, Martian Manhunter, Wonder Woman, Flash. And that was all great and stuff like that. And, and that was an awesome show. But then when they got into Unlimited and you have, like, Booster Gold and, like, all these, like, you Subs- know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, crazy characters. B and D like, and C. Yeah, B and D and, C, yeah, like yeah, Tornado, C, yeah, BCD like, characters. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's Blue crazy. Beetle and, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, Captain yeah. Adam. Yeah. But, like, they made it work. They made it work. And... Just the storylines were just so interesting. I mean, I remember one of the plot points was um, when they get um, Shazam, you know, they invite him to the league, and uh, yeah. Superman's all paranoid so about Lex Luthor, and he's like, oh, Lex is doing something bad, and Shazam's like, whoa, wait, hold on, you know, this and the other thing, and they wind up fighting, destroying this new city that he was going to donate to the homeless or whatever, and... Um, you know, it turns out, like, it was this thing that looked like a bomb. It was designed to be, look like a bomb, but it wasn't. And so, like, Superman gets egg on his face, and he's like, um, uh, the, the League will pay for this. And, you know, it's pretty much Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, paying for it. And then, you know, he comes to the council, and they're about to speak, and he, like, he's like, you guys acted like villains today. I don't want to be a part of this. He just, like, walks out and just owns all of it. And he's <laughs> like, damn, like, that's that's ridiculous. You didn't expect that in a show, you know, in a mm-hmm. cartoon and stuff like that. But... Yeah, just really awesome. And then, for me, one of the best episodes was um, what was it called? I think it was called Epilogue, actually, with um, mm-hmm. yep, uh, Batman Beyond, uh, Terry McGinnis. Yes, uh, that was the coolest stuff like mix. that. Yep, yeah. And like that was just it was just so awesome seeing like it that. was a cool like, tie-in. Like it rewarded again, you for for being fans of all these shows among yeah. I mean, in all these years. This is this is my number one, uh, and the reason for that is because I, I lumped the two of them together as well, uh, because, like, you had such great stories, and sh- I, the character development, this was like, how is this a kid's show? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was, like, a love story with Hawkgirl and, and, uh, uh, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and you had that going. Hawkgirl. Was it Hawkgirl? Yeah, it was Hawkgirl, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, Green Girl. Lantern, sorry. I thought you meant Green Arrow yeah. and Canary, because that, that was always oh, no, no, a thing. No. That was always a thing, too, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you had Batman and Wonder Woman. Uh, you had the whole thing, the relationship mm-hmm. things going on. Uh, you had um, the storylines with like Lex, like the in-depth stuff with that. Uh, with, like you just mentioned. And then uh, they go into all outer space stuff. was good. The, I love the fact that like, like we saw, like it took a break from the first Justice League and then they came back with Unlimited and it was a little different, but it still had the same, it was in the same universe. Well, it was like, a continuation. It's, yeah, it's like, talk um, about it, talk about hashtag it's all connected. Like talk about hashtag it's all connected. You're talking about direct drawing from Batman the Animated Series into Justice League, into Justice League mm-hmm. Unlimited, then tying back into Batman, um, Batman yeah. Beyond. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Like I mean, it was unbelievable how awesome it was with that. This is where I get all of my DC stories from because I really didn't read a lot of DC comic books 
So I get all of my stuff from this, like Dark Side. I know who he is. Like I get all of this information from this this show, and it's just like th- these are great stories. I love these stories so much. I loved seeing the show. Uh, it, like it's no no doubt in my mind, it was my my best, the best show of that decade. When I was looking through like shows that came out, because I had to think what came out in twenty you know two thousand and twenty ten, I was like, oh, Justice. Oh, that's that's yeah. absolutely <clears throat> my favorite. Um, so just because it's just like how often do you say that about DC stuff? Like it's just. You know, lately yeah, well, it came, comes Bruce Tim. I mean, it's, it's always Bruce Tim is yeah. awesome. That's why I put it there. No, no question in my mind. Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. it can again. Batman the animated series was my '90s. This is my 2000s. There's no question. Yeah. Nice. Yep. This is so. my number one too. Um, oh, oh there it. we like, go. Go on. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, what we all said, but um, oh my God. for me, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't see it too much actually during the time when it came out. I saw it more when these were all on Netflix, like. Uh, like 10 years later but uh this is you know where i sort of shifted almost at that time like 10 years after this came out like in the early 2000s i sort of shifted to being more of a dc fan because of this primarily um and like it's even more like just because at this point early 2000s it's even more polished early on than even the animated series was in the first few episodes now that i've gone back and rewatched that I think Justice League just it it just expanded the universe and it resisted the temptation of being like Batman and his friends because it could have been and it would have been okay, <laughs> but it, it really didn't do that. It, you got a lot of stuff with everyone else. Yeah. You get introduced to like you know Wally West and uh, all these uh, and uh, Martian Manhunter. Yeah, all the side characters yes, they, I mean, they yeah, introduced the made them interesting. Yeah. yeah, and. Uh, and uh, obviously still like the main, but they also did the thing where they sort of let you know who the main people were. And like, they gave reasoning why those bigger names, like in universe were like bigger names. Like there was like the A team and the B team and like Batman was believable holding his own with these people somehow. Like they, they made it, <laughs> made it work in this more often. All the lines, that. like what's, uh, what's the backup plan for for us, or it's me, or whatever. And then what's for you? Like with Batman, yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> like, what's yeah. the contingency plan for you? It's like you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it, it was just great. And obviously, all you said, it's a continuation of all, everything else we saw. And uh, it's also part of the reason why I like the Injustice games because you get all these voice actors and kind of the same universe really in the in the future uh, continued there too. But. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, same. It's the same thing as the number one for the 90s. It's just, they got this universe down and they expanded that's it. They, they told I'm the saying. story pretty much for like 15 years at least. And that's that's ultimately why I went with that for my number one. Because I was like, Clone Wars was like, immediately, I'm like, okay, that was awesome. I'm like, Ahsoka's out of it. But I'm like, no, it's got to be Justice League. Because Batman, the animated series, was my no. 90s. And I, I loved every, like, I think every episode of Justice League I could. No, yeah, you know, for me, like, I think that. there's no, like, I can't remember any like real bad episodes of Justice League. Like it was polished from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the introduction of these characters, like Booster Gold's introduction, I remember because he was like trying to be the hero kind of guy, like, but he's making yeah. money and yeah, yeah. So it was like, uh, I remember that. But uh, it's, it's certain things stick with you. Um, I mean, it's right. it's almost so, to the point if I see an animated superhero like movie or thing anymore, I'm like looking for it to be like this still to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now Justice League has now appeared on all four lists and two number ones. So that would be my argument to make it the number one overall. 
because I know what's coming next. And it's going to be number one for two guys, yeah. and it was my number four. So go on, guys. Talk about your number one. Uh, Corey, go ahead. You start well, off. Tony... My number one is Avatar The Last Airbender. And I'm Tony? assuming Tony is the same. Yeah. Yeah. I, when yeah. I was making these lists, I'm like, I said to the court, I'm like, what's your number one? I'm like, oh, wait, I know what his number, number one is. I wrote it down a while ago. Uh, but go on. No, it's, go uh, this is, if, if Batman the Animated Series is like my favorite cartoon of all time, this is probably number two. This this show. It's fantastic. And yeah, it starts off like, and I know, to be honest, originally I was too cool to watch this when it was coming out. Like I was like. Um, is that Nickelodeon? Was that well, yeah, I mean, I was, I was like, I like in my teenage years, and I was just like, oh, this yeah. is a stupid kid show. I'm not going to watch it. And I didn't actually watch it until it was all out. And then once I watched it, I was like, oh, Jesus, why, why did I wait so long? Like, this is yeah. amazing. Uh, season one is great, but then season two, it just goes, just like, yep. yeah. uh, it's yep. just like, like, you just, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I, yeah, this this show has some of the great greatest characters, greatest interactions between the characters story development, storylines, uh, amazing story arcs for the villains, for the you know the main cast, as well as the new characters they introduced in season two, which are some of the best characters in the show. And it uh, has one of the best recap episodes ever in any show. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it, it has uh, the, my favorite ending in almost any show. Yeah, like, you end a series... Ending. Uh, it can go so badly in so many ways. Like I just, wa- like I just mentioned earlier, I've watched Chuck, and now that see and how that show ends, it's like, ugh, you know, it's not satisfying. You know, this show has a satisfying ending to the series, where it's like, all right, if I don't ever see any more, this was a fantastic finale, and if they do do more, that'd be great. But the way they ended it uh, was so smart, so clever, and it doesn't change the main character like the main character has these ideals and these morals and this way of thinking throughout the entire show and he's conflicted because the whole thing is pointing to him breaking all of that and that um in this in the finale of the show it, he, he has to choose what he's going to do and is he going to be the character that he wants to be or is he going to become the person he doesn't want to become and like what do you choose and yep. in the finale it's like well we found a solution that that third option you know it's like it doesn't have to be black or white there's a third option that you don't really see coming until you because you don't think it's really possible and then it happens it's it's it blew my mind when i saw this and like i said yeah uh fantastic show and again i just i just love love that recap episode. <laughs> but yeah tony yeah. you can talk about it a little more and Go I'll ahead, tony. Go on. Little yeah. yeah no uh so i mean it, it's just amazing to think that uh, kind of like Corey said, like I was, you know, too cool because, like, I mean, I'd heard of it, but it was like it's on Nickelodeon. I was like, ah, yeah. you know, that, that animation. Anime, even, it's like, yeah. like I'm watching like broke ass anime. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. it looks like broke ass anime. But yeah. I forget what which episode I, I watched, but it was definitely, um, definitely one of the ones when se- it was season two, and I was like, that was, was actually really good. Like, it was, I mean, it was probably a tough episode or something like that. But I was just like, she, that, that first episode gave me chills when she's doing like the ending yeah. stuff. I was like, oh. It, yeah, it was just awesome. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should give this a, a try. And I, uh, you know, found it online or whatever. And I just, you know, instantly fell in love. And it was one of the things where like I started telling everybody, but like, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, you need to watch this. Like, yeah, watch it. And, and, you like, guys were talking about it. Yeah, yeah most of my friends were like, I watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, it's that America too. I was like, bam, <laughs> bam, just, just trust me on this and just nope. trust me. But it, just the way that they take this, I mean, just the premise, the story alone uh, about how. Uh, 
there's this you know entity called the Avatar that has to exist for peace uh, among the four nations of um, fire, earth, water, and air. Uh, and what happens is each time that this character dies, they get reincarnated in one of the other nations to keep balance so that it's not just, you know, one one nation. Uh, and about how that link is broken when, uh, you know, the Avatar under the Air Nation gets frozen solid and the world goes through, what, like 100 years without him or something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's discovered, you know, in the ice caps, frozen. And it's like, yeah, dude, like your absence in the world fucked everything up, like mm-hmm. absolutely fucked everything and the fire nation controls most of the world and they're bad people and it's like oh shit uh you know he's only like a a kid you know 12 to 13 or whatever like that and just like the weight of the world is literally on his shoulders and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but you know he meets his friends um makes uh enemies along the way mentors uh stuff like that but you know what really got me was the way that the the show developed in in terms of it it wasn't very trophy it was just it was very natural um you know i remember one of the things like he meets this bomb-ass, like, firebending teacher. He's like, oh, well, I need to learn firebending. And, like, he hurts Katara really bad, and he's, like, never firebending ever again. Yeah. And he just, like, walks away from it. And you're just like, okay, like, well, next episode or, you know, whatever, he'll come around it. And, but he doesn't for, like, the longest time. It's the last one he finally masters because he's like, I don't need to learn this, you know, whatever. And it's like, dude, you're the And it's also, like, the opposite of his... Not right. Opposite, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of then, those like, tough ones for him. Villain, villain development on this, like how the yeah. arc for the, the redemption in the arc, the arc in well, I mean, like Azula, yeah. like specifically, is like yeah. one of my favorite villain. Yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy ass bitches. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome, and her like cronies are great because you think, oh, these are some cronies, but then they like turn out to be really interesting characters that mm-hmm. um, have a big impact on the story. Yeah, and. And the other thing is, too, is, like, with the villains, like, there's factions within the factions because you're like, oh, yes. the Fire Nation are bad. But as the series goes along, you, the viewer, but also the characters in the universe be- discover that, like, hey, not everybody in the Fire Nation is bad, just like not everybody in the other – like, the Earth Nation. Mm-hmm. Not everybody in the Earth Nation is good either. And it's just, like, kind of like what you're saying. Like, not everything's black and white. You know, there's shades of gray in it. Yeah. And, and it's evident within the show. Um, but it just has this fantastic roster of characters. And when they finally meet and, and develop and grow together, it just – it's really awesome. Um, the animation style works wonders. The creativity they have with a lot of the bending and stuff like that mm-hmm. is just makes really they, awesome. They do throw like really good um, challenges like at the, at the characters too that they have to overcome. Like not just um, Aang who who has to figure out and like what his role is going to be and how he's going to live in a world that's you know changed so much and and the moral decisions he has to make. But like even with um, well, what's her name? The main girl, Katara. Katara. Yeah, Katara. Like, yeah. Uh, she has like, she she can bloodbend like at that one episode. Like, like yeah. how do you? Yeah. What's the morality there? Like, and you have yeah. to just figure yeah. that out. And yeah. that was awesome. so it's just uh, really cool. And then uh, yeah, with Zuko, um, him his turn. He's my favorite character. Yeah, like, one of my favorite. I'm saying like his redemption, like yeah, his you know? redemption turn. Yeah, so yeah, um, great show. All right, yep. our list, guys. I don't know what to put at number five. That's the only problem. Uh, Justice League wins with the most points, and Avatar is right behind it because we have two two ones for each of them. But then there's more mm-hmm. Justice League shows show ups. So, so. <laughs> then Futurama, and then Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, I just don't know to put it number five. It would be M- Mike's got with Clone High. He gets four points. Mm. And that's everybody else is lower actually than that. <laughs> so because okay. we've all had. I mean that's fine. Had the same, that's that's fine. We were we were shuffling order. 